Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. And relax in this beautiful space that you've created. Let's stand up. Okay, we're going to expand the energy. You're going to do it the form with your eyes closed. So you internalize the energy completely. So just close your eyes. In order to go out, you got to go within. Tai Chi is my method of doing it. It allows all energy condensed in the very core of your body and as you continue this practice or any of your Tai Chi forms practice with your eyes closed sometimes so you can really internalize it and some marvelous things will happen I won't spoil your experience if you are not sexual you cannot be spiritual because it takes energy to be spiritual it takes energy to meditate. And I'm not talking about alpha relaxation. I'm talking about meditation, dynamic deep meditation. Learning to rotate your consciousness through the body in certain specific psychic pathways that the tantric traditions have had after that. And in this way we open up and enliven ourselves to the possibility of being able to create and be any and everything your potential will allow to be in this lifetime. But I found that this is very effective for developing my sexual energy. And, and when we talk about sexual energy, we're not talking about making love. We're talking about the natural energy that flows through our body that makes us alive. We put the connotation sexual because that's how we deal with it. But there are many ways of using your sexual energy. Creativity, writing, painting, your martial arts form. Many, many ways. But this will increase your sexual energy for what we call love flavor. It just takes a little practice to get this current going. Do your breathing. And instead of energy going out into the earth, it goes into your system. If you really want to communicate, and the only way we as men can really communicate with a woman is opening up a heart chakra on a hot to hear. That's your first step to learning how to use fudging or anything else. 
developing your sexual energy. You see, the microcosmic orbit is, is for your health. It creates this orbit around the body and goes into the five internal organs. The cobra breath works strictly with the spine. So the yoga that we just built, it, it works through a uh, thrusting channel in Tibet. I mean, uh, in Chinese. In Tibetan, it's called the Uma channel. Right in the center of the body. And we say that, well, I don't feel it. But you got to develop it. You got to develop the sensitivity of it because it's there. Just because we don't feel it one or two times, we ignore it uh, or forget it. That's why it takes discipline. And what does discipline mean? You made a decision to do something, to complete completion. And when we look at that word completion, nothing is ever complete. Because everything is constantly changing and moving, changing shape, changing energy patterns. So this whole thing that we're doing here, from our, the physical, the martial arts, into the mental and spiritual things, it's it's not a three-day wonder, you know. It's your life. And as you exhale, slowly open your eyes, very slowly. Symptometry is looking for dedicated students who want to learn how to eat scientifically and live a disease-free life. American School of Symptometry is the teaching and training arm of symptometry. We offer three types of scholarships to help you with the cost of educating yourself and learning how to cure disease at the cellular level. That's right, cure disease. Our mission statement is curing is proving. Check us out at symptometry.com. That's S-Y-M-P-T-O-M-E-T-R-Y dot com. You'll be glad you did. Or call us at 708-252-3621 for more information. That's 708-252-3621. American School of Symptometry. Good evening, citizens of Earth. Welcome, humans. I merely tell you that the future of your planet is at stake. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for love. Listen, do you hear? It's getting closer. We have come to visit you in peace. And we work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. It's awesome, baby! This is a dream come true!
What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? This is Coach Kyrie, and you are now rocking with the best. This is once again some Tommy tonight, each and every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here. Each and every Tuesday, we love it. What we do, getting down to the root cause of what ails you. Welcome to Symptometry Night, the best health care you've never heard of. Of course, this Tuesday night broadcast and all broadcasts are sponsored proudly by RelaxationIsTheKey.com and OriginalNativeRadio.com. Big shouts out tonight to uh, Liberation Radio. Big shouts out to Juju Mama. Big shouts out to the whole Symptometry family. Big shouts out to Cosmo Physics. Each and every Sunday at 8 o'clock. Big shouts out to the Abundance Child Network. Big shouts out to my main man, King Simon. Big shouts out to No Ledge Radio. Big shouts out to the Kabbalah God, A.A. Rashid. Big shouts out to the Cosmo Report. The Cosmo Report, C O S M O Report.com, Cosmo Chris, all my family. Big shout out to Tybro.com, T Y B R O.com. Dr. Kathy and uh, um, Dr. Mitchell and Kathy Gibson. Uh, big shout out to Shindow Energy Arts dot com. That's the family. That's what makes up the core unit of what Coach Kyrie is. They contributing twenty four hours a day, nine ten days a week, and I could not be doing it without those who support me. So I had to get that off today. I really appreciate it. Big shout out to Spade University and Fatima. Big shouts out to the uh, Scorpion Queens, uh, Samaya. Big shouts out to One Destiny Publishing. If you are interested in getting your ideals across and finally publishing that book, please go contact OneDestinyPublishing.com. Also, if you don't know how, if you don't know what your um, what your brand is or, or if you're tired of working on 9 to 5 and you really want to have optimal wellness on all fronts, that does include financial as well, please go check out honesthustle.info as well as hustleuniversity.com. If you got children, we got to reach them in order to teach them, so please check out reachthemtoteachthem.com. I appreciate each and every each and every person who listens in to this show, this galactical broadcast from planet Earth all the way out to the sun, all the way out to the planet Pluto and beyond and in between. Big ups to all my extraterrestrials that listen in. Um, and definitely a big shout-out to the entire city of Atlanta for showing Kyrie a lot of love. I've only been down here like a month and just running into people who I have never seen before who say, you Coach Kyrie? Oh, we listen to Sometimeometry every Tuesday. We listen to all your shows, man. This was my favorite episode, yada, yada, yada. So I definitely um, have been feeling the love these last three weeks while I've been in the ATL. And I want to say I appreciate it, and we're going to keep coming hard for you and keep coming real, keep coming raw, because saving lives is the order of the day. Curing is proven. If this is your first show and you have missed any of the 38 shows that we've done in a row consecutively before this show on any particular subject, please go over to symptometrybooks.com to catch all the downloads. Symptometry Books, S-Y-M-P-T-O-M-E-T-R-Y Books.com. Grab a um, a stocking stuffer. We've been having a Christmas sale and a holiday sale for the last two or three months, which includes the downside of nutrition, which includes what to consume, 
which consumes, I mean, I'm sorry, which is also Dr. Nardi's newest book, um, um, The Most In-Depth Study of a Complete Person, which is a must-have on anybody's bookshelf. I did a, We did a whole show on that book one night, and I was letting y'all know, if you don't have that in your collection, then your collection is not complete. There has not been a work done as far as scientifically, but written at a fifth to eighth grade level where we can all understand it easily and it resonates with your DNA code as that book. So you can find all those books separately or together. We have different packages found on symptometrybooks.com. Um, I mean, it's just I just love what we got going on here. It has started to snowball. It's much larger than um, what I originally thought it was when I first got involved back in March of 2012. Even when I uh, got real serious in April and May, it's still unfolding in front of me like a lotus flower each and every day. And um, I welcome the people to our dream team who have come in to say, I want to get aboard this optometry train. I know it's left the station, but I'm still on board. Um, I'm very, very, I just wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Are y'all ready to get this party started? I know that's right. I already see quite a few people in the chat room and quite a few people already calling in tonight for this particular special touchy subject, the causes and cures of cancer. Now, I'm not talking about the zodiac sign cancer. That's on um that's we're talking about the physical ailment, what they call disease. That's what we're talking about tonight is the physical ailment called cancer, all right? And we know for sure that cancer can be cured. There's no there's no doubt in our minds about it whatsoever. Here we've done the I mean, we've already put the we've already put it down. We put the evidence down. I mean, it's here. And this is what we're going to uh come in and show and prove tonight on this particular episode of Symptometry Night. Um, I cannot do it by myself. I never have. I never wanted to. I believe in teamwork makes the dream work. And so that's why I have, and the creator, I don't want to take credit for it, the creator has enabled me to put together a star-studded lineup of great individuals who are obedient to spirit and obedient to their gifts and who desire to provide for the whole humanity on the whole planet, uplifting fallen humanity. I want to give a shout out to Brother Musa Bay for doing a great job in um, heading up the leadership team on the board of Symptometry. Um, Big Brother, I appreciate everything you do behind the scenes, and uh, please, you know, Godspeed with you and um, much much light and blessings to you from the Creator. All right, um, without further ado, I can I cannot hesitate any longer before I bring in one of the man men of the hour too sweet to be sour. We're talking about someone who has 14 years in the naturopathic medicine, uh, graduate um, and with a degree in engineering. He is a family man, a qigong master, um, just overall super superb. Gentlemen's gentlemen, a real Paul Robeson of a fellow acupuncturist, body talk, 
and the level one symptometrist. And don't let me leave out. What happened to my drum roll? Got long with He's also the director of the American School of Symptometry. Please put your hands together for Dr. Charles Abbott. Dr. Abbott, your mic is phone is, your microphone is wide open. Welcome to the show. How you doing tonight? Thank you, Coach Kyrie. I'm feeling great tonight. Thank you once again for having this medium available for all of us to enjoy and to be able to learn and be educated. It's just amazing how, you know, we get calls and symptometry from all people, from people all over the globe who actually tune in to the Coach Kaye show and Cosmos Physics, and they tell they, they tell us, they say, hey, you know, this is where we actually heard you or heard about symptometry is on the uh, – on the broadcast here, on the blog talk show. So I'm very grateful to be associated with someone who's willing to take the chances and and move forward into expressing and allowing others to be educated because, as you said earlier, the train has left the station. But we're still blowing the horn, letting them say, hey, look, catch the train, you know, because there's a few few empty uh, cars, or have full cars that have yet to really get going. So um, this is a, a really a wonderful day, and I'm, I'm grateful for the, actually the weather that we're having. Coach, I mean, it's actually 70 degrees right now, and it's been 70 for the past few days. So I, I find that very pleasing for the beginning of December. <laughs> Well, we're in store for we're in store for a lot of different things coming up here, in uh, yeah. um, in um, in this particular in this particular month. So, um, of December, as we move into 2013, I didn't know if I wanted to. Um, you know, we're gonna have to have a whole another show about you know this particular what's going on with the weather. Hopefully, I can get Dr. Mitchell Gibson on from uh, Tybro and let him go ahead and give us a couple of his forecasts for what he sees coming up in the year, along with Dr. Nardi. I think it will be something spectacular. Yes, it would be great. Yes, it would. Good to um, tonight, G. I'm sorry, go ahead. I said it would be great to have Dr. G on, on the um, air with Dr. Nardi. Sure. Oh, okay. That one right there would be monumental right there. Absolutely. Um, tonight, I wanted to let you get this party started right with um, coming in and discussing some uh, this particular subject of cancer. And a lot of people are not familiar with where this where this vicious killer is coming from, you know, and I wanted you to really come in tonight and uh give us give us some background on cancer and some of the preliminaries of why cancer the disease is so successful it's one of the most um it's one of the most successful diseases out here the way it comes and claims lives and makes people depressed and and things like that like I am an opponent 
of cancer. Like I don't, I'm not scared of him. I'm not taking no more of his crap or none of that, you know. And um, I just wanted, you know, you to come in and really like give us some fundamentals and some basics on the disease and some of the things, uh, uh, some of the root causes and some of the things that you've seen as a level one symptometrist and even in your whole healing career um, about this particular monster out here that we call in cancer. Okay. Thank you, Coach. And first and foremost, I just want to say that we have to really define what a disease is because we have names of cancer and different illnesses in the body and the way that they show up. But First of all, we are talking about forces because everything that we see or that comes into an existence, whether it's matter or energy, is governed by a force. So it's a force. So when we speak of cancer, now we have to talk about a destructive force because now we talk, when we say refer to yin and yang, one being positive, one being negative, or one adding to life and another taking from life, cancer would be the one that takes from life. And all of us, and I personally know someone, as it was my father who had succumbed to cancer um, some time ago. At the time, I was not fortunate enough to know anything about symptometry, although I had been, was just in the beginning stages of acupuncture. But we did know it was a level an issue to deal with the blood. Now, how and what that was at that time, I had no idea. But now I know that it was a destructive force, and it, and it has a mission. And its mission is to what? To take its victim out. So that's, that's the whole purpose of it. A force is that it has a mission, and it's, Mission is to say, okay, mission accomplished. Once I take this person out or take this organ out, I want to move on to the next thing. Okay, and these are what 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 are termed as the relationships between yin and yang. And we know from symptometry is that we know two things can't exist at the same time. Health and sickness cannot exist at the same time. They either 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 you have one happening or not. And because there's no emptiness in the body. So as we look at cancer, one of the things that contributes to cancer and why we see it so much in our society, and especially around this time of year, what do we have an abundance of? Sugars. Okay, I mean, it's everywhere. I mean, you walk into the store now, they have cakes, pies, everything, even um, just all types of things there. And it is the digestion of strong sugars in the wrong ratio with too much of it that that causes tumors. It causes the cells to trip in the body, and once they start to trip, now we have an impingement. So the blood now becomes sluggish and slow. And let's remember, 
that according to the College of Scientists, that we have over 75 trillion cells in our body. Now, how long is it going to take us to get to 75 trillion? To easily count that would, would really take quite some time. But nonetheless, that's quite a bit. So, our, so we are armed and capable of staying well, and we do have a buffer system. But if we get too many of our cells tripped or stagnated or not enough oxygen or um, water enough to keep things fluid and not sticking together, this is where cancer can start to happen. And it can happen and be started by just by consuming certain foods. Okay, foods that slow down our digestion and that impede our health. And the number one health disruptor that we know of is corn. Okay, and we and, and that is also in a lot of the things that we eat and drink these days. You know, high fructose corn syrup is in pretty much every drink on the market right now. Uh, rarely do you you find a drink without it, or they will have uh, some of these dietary of sugar substitutes, which are high in potassium, so they also throw off the levels of cortisol that we have, so that can also cause cell trippage, but also inflammation. And to add that into our, the way in which that we our body goes through temperature changes, whether it's heat. So once this heat happens, that now we start to bake. Our body starts to bake and to actually make things coagulate, and then they start to stick. And again, as we know from symptometry, we want our blood to move at the speed of light. But say, for instance, if we have 10 million cells. Now, if that's just the size of a speck of, a, of dust, now, with heat, you start out with 10 million cells and then another 10 million, that's 20 million, and before you know it, after some time, there's a lump there. And we go, oh, now I have a lump. And then before that, it wasn't there, but what caused it? It was based upon our food choices and also the stresses that are introduced into our daily lives. So, and then... Once the, this, the, this cancer starts to develop, and if you notice, when we speak of cancer, you know, when you look at the cancer or even the zodiac sign, it looks like a crab, and that's actually the shape of a cancer. And just the behavior of a crab, as many of us know, it's about clawing. It wants to grab on to any and everything that's in its area. And it's very spiny and spiky. So therefore, this is how cancer grows. And as 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 we go along, each and every time that we consume something that does that is not building an enzyme surplus, then we end up with becoming more of an enzyme deficit. And this can happen. Anywhere in the body, we hear uh, people having cancer on the brain, bone cancer, um, 
in any part of the body, it can it can show up there because we end up with areas of our body that are susceptible to illnesses and diseases. Okay. Dr. Abbott, Dr. Abbott, before I mean to cut your wisdom, before you go forward, can you talk about the enzyme deficiency? A lot of times we may have some, we may have a person who's on the show tonight. Can you really just go in for just a second on, you know, the importance of, or what does it mean? What are enzyme, what are enzymes for? Why are enzymes so important? It may be a young person who's interested but doesn't know what enzymes do or what they're for and what dangers can come from an enzyme deficiency? Well, enzymes, you know, like anything else, they're, they they help to build proteins. They're proteins. And we we need these enzymes to function on a, just in our daily lives. We need at least a million enzymes every second. Okay, so we, our body has to constantly produce them. Now, they have a short lifespan. They only last about two seconds. So it's a constant spinning, but they have to work in a chain configuration. So, therefore, it's, if you if you think about a relay race, each, when you have a baton, you have four sprinters that are, say, for instance, running a 440 or or some type of race that is a relay, you have to pass the baton so that the enzymes actually have to link and pass on. But that's based on the fact that the person's lifestyle, their mind, is in unison with progression and with being and staying well. Well, these enzymes, when we consume our foods, they ha- we have to have enough to digest and process what is called debris-removing acid. So it removes the debris so that the nutrient can get into the cell. Now, the average meal that we need to be in the range of 40 to 50,000 enzymes. Now, that right there is something simple to think about, oh, only 40 to 50,000 enzymes. But now we have to take into consideration the foods that we consume. So the enzymes of the foods that we like need to be, or the meals that we need to be less than 40 to 50,000 enzymes in a meal because, say, for instance, if you eat an all-raw dish, and this is just science here, if we have carrots and tomatoes and onions and, and say, for instance, there's some meat in there and um, lettuce, all of these have perhaps from 15,000 to 30,000 enzymes, 10,000, 8,000 enzymes in their raw state. So therefore, by the time you add in a drink or or perhaps a dessert, now we're at 
70, 80, 100,000 enzymes, and even if there's a beer can added in that, just might, you might as well go ahead and add another 140,000 enzymes with the acetohyde and adults and things of that nature. So now, instead of being in an enzyme surplus, we're now in an enzyme deficit. So now the body has to work much harder. So, so therefore, with by working much harder, now the cells become jammed. And once the cells become jammed, now we set ourselves up, or we, now we have the environment for cell trippage. And then once, you know, we know that in our universe, everything likes to expand and multiply, even from the negative. So then it starts to multiply in the negative instead of the positive. So these enzymes are what keep us healthy, but if we do not know how to monitor them properly, then instead of being in an enzyme surplus, we'll be in an enzyme deficit. And being in an enzyme surplus, we will be healthy. If we are in an enzyme deficit, we will then be sick. Mm. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Please, please continue. Okay, that's the enzyme deficit plot. Please go ahead and give us a, um, um, the other piece about the cancer before I bring Dr. Nardi on. So, again, we were talking about the strong sugars um, and the cell trippage. And, you know, cancer has a lot to do with how clean our blood is. Because if we have clean blood, oxygenated blood, cancer cannot live in that environment. So it's important to know how to eat scientifically. And it is only through toxic acid that these things can, can come about. And this is where the gout, stones, and basically what we we call concretion. So just think about concrete out and, you know, that we walk on. Think of the other things that are in nature that are made in a laboratory. Just a perfect example, I remember some months ago, I was speaking to Dr. Nardi one early morning, and I was, I was, we were talking about acrylic. I was talking about acrylic. And, you know, acrylic is what's on the back of our cell phones, back of our television stations. And they're the, the chemicals that are in potatoes and in corn, if they are consumed simultaneously in the state that does not neutralize the cyanide and the um, nicotine, and some of the other chemicals that are in them, they will produce acrylamide in the blood. Now, we think about that, acrylamide in the blood. So now we're talking about plastic being produced in the bloodstream. Now, 
if you know if you make plastic, if you ever put your hand in a plastic glove or something, you notice how you have sweat or condensation that comes up on your hand? What if that is in an organ? What will happen then? It will stop the flow of oxygen, stop the flow of blood, and then this in turn will will end up with dirty blood, and this is the downward spiral into disease and into ultimately cancer. And we can go to cut it out, but then again, it will resurface because we've never really addressed the root cause which is the concretions. Mm. Well, Dr. Abbott, I'm glad that you were here with us on the Dream Team, <clears throat> warming us up, getting the, giving us this valuable information. Um, I hope each and every one was taking notes. Uh, we're just not a, just a show to come out and entertain you, but we are here to improve upon your lives. Um, our mission is to save lives, and we do this by bringing the most relevant, newest discoveries that you have never heard of to the table. I have some other very pointed questions that I'm going to uh, reserve for uh, our next man of the hour. It's too sweet to be sour. Um, I want you all to put your hands together for the founder of Symptometry himself. By many names, often imitated but never ever duplicated. Put y'all hands together. My friend of yours, Dr. Maxwell Nardi. Good evening, Dr. Nardi. How are you tonight? Oh, good evening, sir. Good evening, Dr. Abbott, and uh, good evening, the whole house. And, uh, uh, I'm fine, and um, I hope uh, the ride will be very smooth as usual. That <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Nardi, you know your reputation. I I tried to warn you last week, and you shut the program down because you brought out some rocket fuel and started sprinkling it around all over the place. And, and so, what do you mean you wanted to be smooth? We got rocket fuel out here, Dr. Nardi. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just, I just want to, I just want to let you know that, despite the fact that um, it was heavy duty uh, information that uh, came out of your, uh, out of, out of these uh, transmission towers, uh, many people appreciated it, and um, they still relished the opportunity to have listened to it. So um, I also have to thank you. Uh, for that, so we are doing our best, and without embellishing uh, whatever information that we have to give out, you know. So, especially cancer, cancer is very important because there. Uh, yeah, I've I just I just had a few uh, senior citizens who have been uh, leading a very healthy life. For, for over 60 years, 70 years, then all of a sudden, bam, they were diagnosed with cancer, you know, on the pancreas, cancer on the liver, cancer in the, the thyroid, and so on and so forth. What did they do wrong? Well, in addition to, in addition to what Dr. Abbott said, I would like to go a little bit deeper 
because I studied cancer, and uh, this was part of my doctoral thesis at the, at Creighton College, and before they closed it down, and there was one man here in the United States. His name was Harry Matthias Hoxie. This man cured 1,344 cases of cancer. Mm. One of the one of his patients was Dr. Eva Hero, a physician who developed melanoma. She could not understand why she developed melanoma. And today, thanks to the efforts of the United States EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, the work of Jefferson Laboratory and that of Argon uh, Laboratory in Chicago, they have answered Dr. Eva Hill's question. Even though Dr. Eva, Eva Hill was cured of her melanoma by an eighth grader called Harry Matthias Hoxie, they could not explain how she got it, even though he was able to cure it. Here was what he used to cure uh, Dr. Eva Hill's uh, cancer. First, he used red paste. Red paste contains has a lot of antimony trisulfide. This was what he used to remove the calcification. You know, Dr. Abbott mentioned concretions. Concretions and calcification are one and the same, except that as far as calcification is concerned, we have more calcium deposits in there. He used, she, he used that to remove all the calcifications. And then he used the yellow paste to drive oxygen into her cells. And this was the magic of Harry Matthias Coxe, an eighth grade man. So, what we did in symptometry is we deconstructed the yellow paste and the red paste and we discovered what it had. And now, as far as what caused Dr. Eva Hill's melanoma, it's very simple. It's the sun. The sun is the number one producer of hydrogen and radium. Radium is an isotope. If you don't know how to protect yourself against radium, well, you may lead a very healthy life for 90 years and you'll be diagnosed with cancer towards the sunset of your life. So you have to know how to protect yourself, not only how to nourish yourself, also how to protect yourself. The radium 
that first of all, what is radio? What is it? What is it? Because let us have an intellectual discussion here. What is radium? Radium occurs naturally. It is a radioactive mineral that occurs naturally. So how is it formed? It is formed when the decaying particles of uranium combine with the decaying particles of thorium. T-H-O R I U M. So, Rium. This is how you produce radium. So, if you think you are running away from cancer, you don't know what you are. You don't know what you are talking about. You have no knowledge. Radium in found is found in the air, in water, in the soils, in rocks. In crops, in the crops that we eat, and in the animals that feed on the plants that have accumulated too much radium. This was what the scientists from the EPA, Jefferson Laboratory, and Argon discovered. So, when I'm trying to explain why. When people have been living a very healthy life, even people who eat organic food, organic food, people who grow their own food, end up getting cancer. How did I get it? I don't have a microwave. I don't, I don't expose myself in the sun too much. But how did I get this cancer? Well, you ate the crops that absorbed and retained too much radium. This is why you have to learn to produce an enzyme surplus. When vegetarians, when vegetarians get cancer, they are the most difficult to cure. I lost three. I lost three. And Dr. Nati, do something for me. Dr. Nati, look, I am not a magician. I am not a magician, please. When you go down the wrong path for many, many years, and you expect me in three months to help you to turn the corner, I cannot do that. I can't do it. If you eat plants, let me tell you, we are all supposed to produce six groups of enzymes, six of them. Oxidoreductase, one. Transferase, two. Hydrolase, three. Lysase, four. Isomerase, five. Ligase, six. Plants don't produce these enzymes. Plants don't produce these enzymes. And if you are a vegetarian and you have cancer, it's going to be very difficult to cure. If not, I'm saying that, well, kiss the world goodbye. <laughs> kiss the world goodbye. <laughs> okay. Because I lost one 
through rectal bleeding, bowel bleeding. He bled until he died. There was I tried all the particulars. Nothing worked. Nothing, nothing worked. Because he refused to eat meat. He refused to take iron supplements, uh, the iron from amino acid. So there was no other way to help it to produce oxidoreductase. This is the enzyme that speeds up the production of the protein that pairs the amino acids properly in RNA. What is RNA? What is RNA? It is ribonucleic acid. That is the factory that produces all our proteins, all our enzymes. That's the factory. And there are three kinds of RNA. That's why they need more energy, more energy than DNA. So if you have cancer, those of you who have been going for chemotherapy and radiation, and if you have cancer, and your energy level is low and low and low, it will be very difficult to reverse your condition. It will be very difficult to reverse your condition. I have succeeded in curing cancers. So I have this under my belt. But unfortunately, I've had a few failures. And these are the reasons that I had these failures. You need a lot of energy. So if you drink plunging water, if you drink, we say drink plunging water if you have cancer. But when you realize that your energy is getting too low, stop drinking plunging water. Stop it. And then cause symptomatic right away. And get some molecules to boost up your energy level. Because the three RNA, ribosomal RNA, transfer RNA, and messenger RNA, they need a lot of energy. And if you cannot supply them this energy, then there's nothing they can do for you. So basically, this is just one part of cancer that I am introducing to you. The role of radium. You go to the hospital. You go to the hospital. That is, that is, the, that is one of the worst cancer nightmares is the hospital. MRI is made of radium. Radium is used in MRI. X-ray, X-ray releases radio. If you have cancer and you are going for radiotherapy, radiation, radiation uses radium. How much radium are they going to pump into you? How much? Oftentimes, your cancer will be worse because of too much radium. So please know this. If you are going for x-ray at a dentist, dentist office or x-ray somewhere for your lungs and all that, make sure you call symptometry and we tell you what to take. Make sure you call symptometry. Don't just go and expose yourself like that. And then when you get cancer, the first thing they will tell you is, you have been scheduled for chemotherapy. You have been scheduled for radiation. But 
how you got this cancer, they themselves, they don't know. I studied cancer in detail, in great, great detail. That's why I'm making headway. So please listen with rapt attention because this is of great importance. Thank you. Mm. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Dr. Nardi. I really appreciate that. I had asked uh, Dr. Abbott to uh, post those six enzymes that are not found in plants that the human body are find a necessity. Can you please repeat those six enzymes that are not found in plants that are um, a necessity for human beings, please? The first one is Oxidoreductase, O for orange, X for x-ray, I for ink, D for dog, O for orange, R for Robert, E for Edward, D for dog, U for union, C for comfort, T for Thomas, A for apple, S for Sam, E for Edward, Oxidoreductase. The second one is transferase. Just like transfer, start by spelling transfer, then you add A-S-E. The liver uses it a lot when it's transferring energy to, to convert one amino acid to the other. Only humans do that. Plants don't have a liver. Plants don't have a liver. Is that was that A C E C as in cat or was that A X E X as in X ray? Uh, the first one. No trans. Tra is it transfer? No, no, trans trans no, no. Just like just like transfer. T R A N S F E R. A S E. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, the third one is hydrolase. Very important for water conversion. Hydrolase. H for H for Harry, Y for yellow, D for dog, R for Robert, O for orange, L for Larry, A for apple. S for Sam, E for Edward. Hydrolase. The fourth one is lysis. L for Larry, Y for yellow, S for Sam, A for apple, S for Sam, E for Edward. Lysis. The next, the fifth one is Isomerase. I for ink, S for sound, O for orange, M for Mary, E for Edward, R for Robert, A for apple, S for sound, E for Edward. Isomerase. The last one, which is the sixth one, is Ligase. L for Larry, I for ink, G for George, A for apple, S for Sam, 
E for Edward, the gift. Thank you, Dr. Nardi. Getting ready to post these up right now. If uh, I want to encourage everyone to please, if you are following us on our Facebook fan group, uh, Symptometry, please go to our fan page and click like, and you know, so we can have your contact information. Please go over to Symptometry.com and join our email list. Please go over to SymptometryBooks.com and leave your name and your email address so we can have. We want to make sure we have full contact with the family tonight who is listening live on the air right now. We have quite a few people, as well as if you would like to um, stay in con- uh, be kept abreast of these type of very important downloads that are coming you know, to the earth because our objective is heaven on earth. And with this new information, these six enzymes um, that I had never heard of, but just because you have never heard of something does not mean that you can avoid it. And I think that that old adage, not just information is power, but wisdom is more powerful. If you have the information and you start to ap- apply it, then you can have, you know what I'm saying, then you're going to have a more fruitful and healthy life. Dr. Nardi, you said that these um, six enzymes you could not get from plants, but I, I, I really want you to pound it home about, the, about how cultural eating, many, even Dr. Jewel Pulcrum said she was a vegetarian for over 30 years and developed cancer, and she knew many doctors like herself who had developed cancer but she was supposed to be treating patients. And she had been, you know, saying, well, you know, she was almost like, as you say, in the in the downside of nutrition, people are condemning meat. Oh, the meat is the, the meat. If the meat is the devil. Oh, my God, if we just get off the meat, then we're going to have this, we're going to have this wonderful society. And as you know, well, you know, uh, Coach Kaye don't pull any punches either. We are in America, and people want to make money through this whole organic uh, movement, which only means pesticide-free, but doesn't mean scientifically healthy. Can you uh, give us a little more on the, the 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 downside of cultural eating and how that has contributed to the disease of cancer in all forms being so rampant here in America? You see, um, cultural eating. You know, we 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 all we, we all come from a culture. You know, I come from a culture, and I, I, I how many times have I have I said my story? So, I would not like to rehash what I've been saying. Cultural eating um, is good up to a point. Is good in the sense that it helps you to learn lessons really quick. But if you've not learned your lesson, and you continue down this road or this path, then you have yourself to blame. Folklore is something that is not based on science. Cultural eating is not based on science. Science is the investigation of the truth in order to get verifiable results. That is science. You try something, it does not work. You try something else, 
it does not work. Then, intuitively, you are advised to try a third or a fourth method, and it works. Then, you replicate this method over with six, seven, eight, nine, ten people. Then, as you keep getting consistent results, then you are heading towards science. That is how it is done. When you have a whole family that is obese, a whole family that is obese, then this means there's something fundamentally wrong with this family. When we have diabetes running in the family, you have something fundamentally wrong with this family. That is not science. That is cultural eating. And cultural eating is self-destructive. Don't forget that it's not only people who are illiterate who engage in cultural eating. We have high-powered intellectuals who engage in cultural eating. And they are very forceful in compelling you to do what they are doing. And the only, and the only argument is, this is what we have been doing for generations. This is what we've been doing for generations. Now you have to decide. If you want to have a long life in a disease-free body, you have to think twice about cultural eating. This is just this this lady is just one of the physicians who have cancer. Many, many physicians have cancer. Many physicians have tumors. You see? That's why we keep telling them that at least until symptometry, until the American School of Symptometry was established, there was no other school on this planet that discusses the truth like symptometry does. Now that you have symptometry, why don't you come and study symptometry? What I studied when I was studying cancer, I've already written books on this. I've already written books on that. Some of them, are, some of these are in the form of publications that we give to our uh, patients, our, our cancer subjects, when we are treating them. We, we have departed from cultural eating. We are now embracing scientific eating. There's a craze about, oh, I, do, I, I, I eat plants because uh, 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 the way we kill animals is very barbaric. You know, they, they also have, animals also have to live. Oh, yes? So only animals are creatures and plants are not creatures, right? So plants don't have DNA, right? So plants don't have cells, right? So you see how confused you are. Don't you know that plants are also creatures? If you are eating plants, did you ask them permission before uprooting them? Did you ask them permission before harvesting them? What are you doing to the plants? God created them too. They, have, they, have, they, have, they, have, they, they need sunlight in order to 
to use photo photosynthesis to produce food for themselves. By you uprooting them, what have you done? Have you no, have you no, haven't you cut short their life expectancy? And always you focus on the animals. What about the plants? What about the plants? You are a plant killer too. You are a plant murderer. You never saw it this way, right? So you just fashioned, modeled the argument to suit your purposes. I am sorry, in symptometry, we look at, at the upside and the downside of everything. So don't think that by eating plants, you are healthier than a person who eats meat. All we are saying in symptometry is eat scientifically. If you are going to eat a plant, know why you are going to eat it. If you are going to eat meat, red meat, or white meat, fish, or poultry, know why you are going to eat it. That's all we are saying. Thank you. Got to get ready to upload some more sound effects for that right there. I don't have, I don't really have, uh, I don't really have, the one that I'm looking for, I have it in my arsenal. I just he caught me he caught me off guard right there, Doctor Abbott. Just a little bit. Um, for those who have comments, I know I got some um, I know I got some vegetarians on the line, some uh, some raw fooders who may have some questions or some comments about this um, about this matter, um, or just a person in general. You know, we we'd like to open the lines up. Uh, call up from the th- uh, the number is three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. I do have a caller in the queue, but if anyone else would like to come in and have a question or comment, uh, please call in and press one as well. Uh, Dr. Abbott, I, um, I think you may have been getting ready to say something, but weren't you also um, a practicing vegetarian at one time? Oh yes, I did it for twelve years, Coach. Actually, was a you know vegan practicing vegetarian, and, you know, as I've come to tell my story many times on on this show, is that it did not make, make me ultimately healthy. And for the longest, you know, I, I, I suffered with excruciating back pain and hip pain and sciatic pain, you know. And, you know, some, you know, the, the treatments were, Usually temporary, uh, only only because I didn't understand the science and and I understand those people who are listening and who will hear this broadcast at another time. Why you know I don't want to eat meat? Why I think it's, it's something that that we shouldn't do? It's like okay, I I know for me, well you know that's the quickest way to be spiritual, and I find that a lot in 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 the area where people want to be better and, and to say, okay, this is a world we don't want to help anyone. But, again, science means to know. And oftentimes we will be taking a fragment of another culture's way of eating. And, in you know, in this society right now there are 
over the over seventy thousand people who are over one hundred years old. And I just had someone in my office today that knew a few people right now who are you know, over a hundred years old, hundred and five years old, and, and my question to them was, were they vegetarian? And she said, no. They said to me, no, not at all. And so this has just been my my little local survey that I ask people who come in about that, and so um, that doesn't seem to be either the, the the underlying or model for longevity, but, again, it's ideally something that I I feel that we've adopted without really understanding the truth behind it. Hmm. The call lines are starting to light up a little bit. Uh, Dr. Nardi, hold what you got. Let me um, let me go to the call lines and see what we have. Uh, first caller we have is from the 678. Seven five six. Welcome to Original Native Radio and Symptometry Night. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from tonight, please? Sure, Skyer. This is Channing Smith, and I'm calling from uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, can you can you turn your speakers down in on your computers or take us off the speaker because we're getting some feedback? We can barely hear you. Oh, I apologize. I, I took you off speaker. Is that better? A little oh. better. Do you have your computer speakers turned up? Actually, no, no, I don't have my computer on. Okay, much better. Okay, good, good, good. Doctor uh, Coach Kair and, and Doctor Narte and the, the rest of the esteemed medical community and uh, all the listeners, I would just like to say hello, greetings. Oh, good to sir. Good to sir. Thank you, thank you. Um, First of all, I would just like to, uh, I always appreciate knowledge that is being imparted. So um, I'm just grateful for the opportunity to be able to listen. I always have to give thanks to my uh, sister who introduced me to symptometry. Isis, if you're listening. Hey, how you doing, sister? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I also want to make a comment about, uh, Dr. Narte, what you just said. I came in on the call late. I just finished working. But I have to say that it is such a relief, and it's so refreshing to find someone who uh, has the same viewpoint as yourself. And I'll give you an example. A couple of years ago, I had a discussion with someone about uh, vegetarianism and being a vegan. And uh, as far as, uh, like you were saying, plants being alive, the definition of life, if you look it up in a dictionary, is... Anything that reproduces and anything that creates race is part of the definition of life. That's correct. And to to piggyback on what you were saying, that's another argument in which you can say that, that plants are actually living beings. It's almost arrogant for us as humans to say, okay, well, if they don't, if a being or a creature doesn't go according to what our definition of life doesn't look like us, then it's not a lie. That's not true. So um, I completely concur with uh, what you said, and uh, I, I feel it was on point, and I, I appreciate that. And uh, no, yeah, no, I, Thank I you, sir. Thank, all, you. thank you, sir. All, all, 
All I'm doing is I am not take, I am not taking sides. You see, I am not taking sides. As a scientist, I investigate. Well, I keep investigating. I keep investigating until there is nothing else to investigate. That is only where I stop. Wow. I see. Wow. Wow. I have a, a quick question because I'm sure there's other callers on, on the line as well. Um, I'm on a, a very tight budget. And, uh, by the way, I've been taking uh, you guys' advice as far as uh, I've been eating more green bell peppers and uh, more pineapples. That's good. And uh, So, so, so you're, you're, you're learning to build your enzyme surplus gradually, huh? I'm trying to, yes, sir. That's good, that's good. Yes, sir. And I wanted to know, what is your opinion about romaine lettuce? I've heard a lot of people say that romaine lettuce is, is good for you, that it has a lot of vitamins. In, in your opinion, and as far as uh, and Coach Kyer and the other doctors on the line, uh, is romaine lettuce a good thing to, to eat? You see, well, <laughs> I, that's very interesting. When we tested romaine lettuce, uh, the iceberg lettuce, the other kind of lettuce. Romaine lettuce has some vanadium and molybdenum. But iceberg lettuce has more than that of romaine lettuce. So if they, if they say, if they contend that by comparison, one has fewer uh, health disruptors than the other, therefore it is better than the other, well, I don't know. This afternoon, this afternoon, mm-hmm. This afternoon, I had a problem with a vegetarian. I've been treating him for, for, for chronic constipation. And I asked him to switch over or to do it 50-50 so that, so that the transition holds for about six months before the switch over is done completely. Right. And today, he called my assistant to complain to complain, he, he thought me. He thought I had forgotten. I don't forget that easily. I ionize my brain cells all the time. I don't forget that easily. He he called my assistant, and he, he had, and, and and he launched a long complaint about about his about his constipation. I said, okay, who who, who is this gentleman? Then he gave me uh, Mr. X. I said, okay, good. Um, let me interrupt what I'm doing. Let me talk to him quickly, please. So I said, Mr. X, do you remember we had this conversation about six months ago? Do you remember I asked you to stop eating romaine lettuce? You, do you remember you told me that you don't like to cook? You, do you remember you told me that you don't like hot food and you like everything cold? Do you remember all these things? Yes, I do remember. So if what you are doing is not in the best interest of your colon, why do you want your colon to work against their interest? Mm. All right, all right, all right. So, so, so what should I do? I gave you the list of the healthy diet. Where is this list? You threw it away, right? Yeah, but, uh, okay, could you send me another? No, it's going to cost you $50. (laughs) That's what I told him. 
You see, people, people have people. You know, they, they are vegetarians. Therefore, they want me to find something to satisfy their way of eating. Scientifically, if this is not possible, there is nothing I can do. You have to produce enzymes. Your colons will have to produce certain enzymes. And if you don't give me the raw material to produce these enzymes, I mean, wh where am I going to get them? And you are eating plants that don't produce certain enzymes. You are eating plants that don't produce certain enzymes. So what do you want me to do? And look at you now. You are bloated. You are gassy. You are belching all day. So what do you want me to do? So he was quiet at the other end. Are you there? Are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right. So what are you going to do? So please send us $50, and we'll send you a copy of the helpline. That's what we're going to do. So that was how we ended the conversation. <laughs> Maybe the fifty dollars will, will encourage not throwing it away so quickly the next time. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, now now I know because uh, actually I eat romaine lettuce quite a bit. You know, maybe not every day, but I eat romaine lettuce uh, a few times a week. So now I know to cut that from my diet. You see, this, I, this, this idea, this idea of oh, I can eat anything, and all I could do just pop a pill. I can eat anything, pop a pill. Well, your cells will allow you up to a point. Then after a certain point, they will shut down. And what are you going to do? Right. Then you run to symptomatic because what? Oh, no, no, we are not magicians. We will tell you the mistakes that you made, and if you are prepared to correct these mistakes, we will work with you. But if you are not prepared, well, there's nothing else you can do. Makes sense to me. Thank you, sir, for your question, okay? Hey, and, and thank you very much for the advice, and uh, may we all continue to be blessed with the knowledge and understanding. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. This is a dream come true. Thanks, big brother, for uh, giving me a, giving us a call tonight down here in the ATL. We want to uh, make an announcement. Uh, Symptometry is getting ready to run up in ATL like some good loving, you know, and we're going to be in the form of some Qigongs and Tai Chi and some self-protection classes over at Tassili's Raw, um, raw Food uh, Spot on... Where is that at? That is at um, Joe's um, in the West End, behind the West End Mall, Ralph, Ralph Abernathy. So Coach Kaya will be having a class on Wednesdays and Fridays for the remainder of December, Goddess Tai Chi and Self-Protection class. There will be an extensive section on nurturing through Qigongs, through meditation, and revitalizing your energy work with the Qigongs, the healing energy, and some very practical applications of martial arts. If you've ever suffered from domestic violence or being bullied in school or if you think you're kind of lightweight in the behind and you think somebody's going to push you around and you're scared to go to Walmart late at night and you need to get some confidence up, come on out and let Coach Kair nurture you 
tomorrow night at 7 and Friday at 7 for the rest of the month. I got a special half off on the classes. They're only $10 per class. They are ongoing, so you need to come and link things together. The classes will not be moving backwards. They will be moving forward. Um, age limits, uh, we can go. you can go as low as uh, 13 years old all the way up to 130 years old. You know, all the goddesses are invited to come out to the goddess Tai Chi class and self-protection class upstairs on the second floor at the I Am Ascension Temple at um, above Tassili's. And um, we're gonna have some real, we're gonna have some real fun out there. And um, coach is gonna add some blood cleansing work through the qigongs and the bone marrow washing that me and Dr. Abbott have been talking about for the last couple of months. And um, we're just very happy and proud that we will be uh, joining forces over there um, at Tassili's, bringing this information and introducing symptometry through movement, through movement. All right. So please come over. Also, we're going to have an extensive weight management. You think you're overweight, you want to get a little waste out of your body, you want to get back in shape, come on over there. Because it will, you know, just Tai Chi is not what you think it is. It means supreme ultimate. That doesn't mean you can't get physical. So I'm going to be introducing uh, some different sides of the art as well as um, some, um, some other things a little more physical. So please come on out, and if you can just check my Facebook page out, or the symptometry page, you will be able to see the flyer. Um, next caller is from the 786. Caller 786, your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hi, this is Fatima, and I'm calling from Miami, and I had a question. My yes, question ma'am. was, my question was um, I have a dentist appointment soon, and I know you said if you're going to be going to the dentist and getting x-rays and stuff like that, you should possibly know what to take before you go. So I wanted to know what do you take. Oh, yo, you want to know what to take? Yes. Yeah, okay. When, 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 are, you, when are you taking your, your, your uh, when, is, when is your appointment? Monday or next Monday? It's the first week of January, the 4th, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So look for look for a good combination of uh, the the best combination of uh, vitamin E and selenium. If you if you buy only if if you get if you take only selenium, that will not work. But get the, get the two because uh, they they work synergetically. They help each other. Selenium helps vitamin E and vitamin E helps selenium. So the two of them protect themselves very well against X-ray. The vitamin E and selenium. Yes, the two of the two of them, the two of them have to be taken together. So look for, look for the the combo uh, a supplement that has both of them together. A supplement or a food or. No, 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 no. Get a supplement. The supplement is more potent because uh, uh, food is more diluted with water, and the supplement is more concentrated. Mhm. Okay. That was my question. So, so so do that do that for at least four days before you go for that for your for your dent, uh, the dentist appointment, okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Thank you for teaming. That's what I'm see. See, we give we, we keep it practical. That's the kind of questions we love here at Original Native Radio. Call call in and make it something practical that you got a situation coming up. You know, just I love it when people call in and say, hey. 
I need to know about my situation. You know, <laughs> tell me what we can do. I just and, and that means people are paying attention to the show, Doctor Nardi, Doctor Abbott. People are saying I can use yeah. this information right now. That's right, and and it's being given openly and and uh, lovingly too. You know, it's like okay, use this. Oh yes, Doctor Nardi, he's a, he, he's a master at the non-confrontational self-defense Tai Chi method. He's much better than I am. <laughs> don't y'all slip though. Would you catch him off air though? He got a mean Shaolin style too. Don't 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 get it twisted. <laughs> all right, I'm not gonna tell all this business. I've got another caller on the line before we continue on with this great episode tonight. Caller from the six one four six one four five nine nine. Your microphone is wide open. Thanks for calling in to Original Native Radio on Symptometry Night. Can we get your name and where you're calling from, please? I'm calling from the small city of Reynoldsburg, Ohio. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, in Ohio. And uh, I'm called the Elder. I wanted to say, Dr. Norley, uh, I received my books. I think the last time oh, we spoke. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, oh, I see. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Good, good. And uh, so I and uh, so explained to me what, what, what they were doing, and it made sense. Uh, why why it had taken longer long, longer than it should have? Her explanation made sense. So, but I got the books and like food, I just I ate them up. I they didn't really read, you know. Metaphorically speaking, when we read, we're eating. <laughs> so I ate them. I tried not to smack and lick my fingers, you know. I was trying to be mm-hmm. civil. <laughs> but I thoroughly enjoyed your books, and uh, now I have a, a few questions. But uh, first, like, hold on, hold on, big brother. You trying to tell me you got the books and finish them already? Sure. But what, what happens when you get something that's really delicious? Do you just eat a little bit and put it away? You know, when it's something that's really good. That I mean, your mouth has been salivating. You know, when when we listen to something that's when we smell something, I should say that really smells good. I mean, it just makes your mouth water. <laughs> so, metaphorically. Well, we listen to something that sounds really good. That makes our mind water. I mean, we decide to start making it to salivate. And so when we finally get it, then we just eat it up. We just gobble it up. So when I finally got the book, I just sat down and started reading. And um, I couldn't stop because I was wondering what was on the next page. And so finally I just I just read them all. So now um, I'm at a point now where uh, I want to get a few questions First, second, no, that, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Just let uh, the for some enlightenment. Yes, so that's good. So my first question is: uh, vanadium, molybdenum, and cyanide. I'm thinking that they are cumulative in the body. Is that correct? They are cumulative, and then after that, they 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 they, 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 they turn into a force in the cell, a very very destructive force. That's what they that, that's what they do. Right, that's what I had surmised because you eat the food for so long that it contains these 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 chemicals, these poisons, these toxins, and then after you eat enough of them, where you give life, where they can take on a life form of their own, then they produce, then they start to produce symptoms, and those symptoms that they produce are known to the masses as diseases, but they're that's not right. really diseases. They're just symptoms of the accumulation of those poisons which originated from the food. That's correct. 
Well, that was what I surmised. I was really just uh, checking to see what. No, you no, no. You, 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 you read, you read the book intelligently. So uh, congratulations. That that is that that is exactly what what you do because you see um, all these heavy metals that are nutrient blockers. You see, that's why God gave us intelligence. Find a way to soften them, and if you cannot, then leave them alone. If you cannot leave them, because this world is not for humans alone. This world is for different species and varieties of species. So if A is not good for you, there will be, there will be someone somewhere for whom it will be of the best use, of the greatest use. That's how it is. Right. Okay, my next question is, let me share something that will amuse you. I was cooking something in the, in the in the kitchen, and I needed some hot water. So I reached over to the sink to turn the hot water on, and I said, no, you don't. Oh, no. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Listen to what I said. I said, oh, no, we don't drink water from the, hot water from the sink. We have to heat it on the stove. And I said, that's right. Point being is I had read that in your book, and I had committed it to memory. Oh, good, 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 good. What I'm doing is, is I'm, you know, I'm rearranging my lifestyle. That's uh, right. What I have read uh, from your books. Uh, I mean, oh, and I like to make a comment, then I'm going to get off for someone else. I was yeah. a vegetarian for 20 years, um, but I based my decision on vegetarianism uh, mm -hmm. um, from my studies. I had never heard of septimet septimetry, obviously. And so everything that I read, but I had my my doubts and my things that I could not explain. Mm -hmm. For example, I was speaking with a person out in Maryland. He had been a vegetarian for all of his life, but he but his kidneys were no good, and he couldn't figure out, and I couldn't either for a while until I finally tracked down the cause, which was too much sugar in his body from juices. There you go. You know, from juices, and so there you go. So uh, I knew that there was something missing. For me, it was iron. Uh, I could not get enough iron. Enough. Um, That's enough correct. Iron. Yes, I could not get enough iron. And so I read you, after I read your book, I said to myself, you know, uh, you're gonna you're gonna start eating meat again after all you've talked about meat. And I said, yes, because it makes sense. You know, I, I don't do what I do because of uh, an emotional feeling, you know, or some foolish pride. Mm -hmm. I do it because at the time, my knowledge base justified Exactly. Okay, so after I read your book, there was a, not much of a tug, but I must confess, there was a little tug of war, meat-eating versus vegetarianism. But it didn't, it didn't last very long because it's one thing that pride, pride has no win against science. Mm -hmm. None whatsoever. You can be stubborn, but if you're just looking at the evidence, Make your mind up based on the evidence. Then, for me, and I kept, like you always saying, I'm not. I don't go around trying to change people's mind, you know, by speaking to them. Um, you have to decide what's best for yourself, but you have to get knowledge. Just don't make your That's decisions emotions. So after reading your books, I said to myself, you know what? We're gonna go get us some meat. I went out and bought some bison, and yeah. I bought the. About bison because of again of, of my research, it's got the highest protein, the highest exactly the highest iron content. And I confess, uh, when I started, I noticed 
uh, a charge of energy. Good. Um, so, again, uh, just like Dr. Abbott had said, um, you know, it's if you if you if we guide our lives on on uh, science and not emotionalism and not traditions. The other thing that we do, you know, my mama raised me to do eat this way. We don't realize that. <laughs> you know, my mom, you know, I tell you this story. I'm going to get off the, uh, get off the line. There was this woman who was cooking a, a ham, and she cut off both ends of the ham and put it in the pot. And so said, uh, Mommy, why did you cut both ends off of the ham before you put it in the pot. And she said, oh, that's because my mom always did that. (laughs) And so she went and asked her mom, her grandmother, Grandma, why did you cut the the ends of the hams off the pot? And she said, oh, child, I didn't have a pot that was big enough. (laughs) <laughs> following tradition, she didn't really know why she was cutting the ends off. Exactly. All she needed was a bigger pot, but she wouldn't have cut the ends off because it would have, the ham would have fit in the bigger pot. Mm-hmm. So her decision was based on traditionalism, what my mom always did. And so many of us, not the great majority of us, we don't eat scientifically. We eat based on what our environment gave us, what mama said. <laughs> Part of the brain called the reticular, and mm-hmm. it, it memorizes everything, all senses, and smells, and so forth. You know, it's called the um, olfactory center, and um, that's why when we walk into somebody's house and smell something, you say, "Ooh, that, that just reminds me of Mama's cooking so so much," and that's because you remember it, not that mm-hmm. it was the best thing for you to eat. So, I'm rearranging my my thought process thanks to you and uh, the book that you. Information that you share, so I'm looking forward to growing and learning. And All right. So I want okay. to say it's possible because it has brought me to another level, and you know we're all trying to grow. At least we should be in our knowledge and understanding. And so whenever I find something that can take me a little higher, then I'm just thrilled and elated. And so I'm very happy to come into this awareness, and I'll be passing it on as I get a better grasp of it. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Because, I've, you know, you know, I don't. We are we are not we are not bash, we are not bashing vegetarians. We are not bashing vegans. But they, let us see the truth. Let us see the facts for what they are. I've always said during my period of investigation of uh, vegetarianism, I have never seen a vegetarian who is a short putter. I have never seen a vegetarian who is a marathon runner. I have never seen a vegetarian who runs a hundred years dash. Well, I have to differ with you there a little bit. I'm okay, a- wait, wait. I'm a marathon runner. I okay. Only, I only took me two or three days to. <laughs> 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 so this this the, the qualifier the qualifier that I forgot to add was when I was watching the Olympics right when I was watching the Olympics you know uh Indians are 
natural vegetarians. Most Indians are natural vegetarians, you see. And they are good at playing cricket. They are good at playing cricket. But when it comes to what requires sustained stamina, there are no vegetarians there. <laughs> sustained stamina, there are no vegetarians. I can't argue with that. I have to submit to that. That's absolutely correct. That absolutely so this, correct. This, this is what science does. You see, first observation. First observation starts from Sir Isaac Newton, the father of science. Observation first. Then you draw your conclusions. Then you try to understand how this happened, and then you explain the phenomena. That is science. So these, these four steps have never changed since Isaac Newton. That's also what applies to vegetarianism. I observed first. Where there was sustained energy that was required, I didn't see any vegetarian. They would do very well up to a point, then they would collapse. Right, because of that shortage of iron, probably. You see, very difficult to get the iron on the vegetarian desert. No, but you see, plants don't produce hem iron. They produce non-hem iron. And we are humans. Look at the kind of enzymes that we produce, that plants don't produce. Right. Well, I can't argue with that. That's, what, that's why I said I read your book. I had to submit to that because the hemi-iron... Uh, plants don't even produce any iron. I didn't, you know, I didn't. I, I just, I wasn't aware of that. At least um, how 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 important it was and how significant it was. And once I discovered that, I, I even went to other books and uh, other other sites, and they all brought me back to what you had said. I said, you know what, Paul? Go ahead and submit. It resistance is futile at this point. Exactly, it was like that line. Yes, the resistance is futile. You know, it's you know, it's kind of like with you, Coach Caillou. I had a, I had a, a trainer once, and uh, he used to always say, "Let's fight." And uh, I asked him one day why. He said, "Because that's the only way you'll respect me. If you cannot beat me, then you will respect me, and you will listen. If you can beat me, you will not res- you will not respect me. You will." You will not listen to him, so we fight. Mm-hmm. 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 I come to respect mm-hmm. him. <laughs> I could never <laughs> but For me, for me, uh, for me, I could watch somebody else get their ass whooped, and I'm not gonna fight. I just be like, well, if I know, if I know that you're a vegetarian and you've been a vegetarian for 20 years, and you go over there and fight that man, and he put. The, he put the you know WWF SmackDown on you. That's enough yeah. for me. You know, sometimes I can learn through other people, and that's why we do these shows because you know Kair. Now, do not Dr. Narda. He he gonna be like, oh Lord, I can't believe he said this. And I don't, and I'm putting the disclaimer into the board of some kind my thoughts. I'm getting ready to say, but I really don't like adults that much because they're so stuck in their ways. These shows, all 39 of them in a row, 
are for the unborn children and for the next generation and for the 14s and the 15s and the 18-year-olds who are listening who are considering being a vegetarian, who have seen their parents maybe have cancer and say, well, I'm going to say that meat is the problem or that substance is the problem, but they're not having a scientific resolve to what they're getting ready to create, and the information is for them. I totally, I totally, I totally respect the adults that do call in for this show, and I love <coughs> our small family that we have, those who are on board, those who are running behind the train, those who are getting the books and taking the particulars. I love y'all, but we're still in the minority. We must get these thousand doctors in to the American School of Symptometry. We must have at least 500 doctors out here healing cancer in the next three years. We must have satellite locations all over the world if we are going to start making heaven on earth and making a dent in this healing. We have a catastrophe in the making on our hands. We have an academic of dynamic proportion that it must be addressed, and I'm so thankful for Dr. Nardi to come on as a risk taker to even team up with original Native Radio. He knows I'm ratchet, and he still says, let's go and get this information out. <laughs> I'm doing my best. I got my um, I got my calm down particulate on the way. He's already, I had my consultation. Uh, he got, I got to calm down and clip off uh, uh, particularly on the way, ladies and gentlemen. So hopefully in 2013, I'll be a little less. No, you, you you have it long before then. Yeah. <laughs> so I just okay. I just I just want I just want to surprise you, but uh, you you soon see it. That was my next question. Uh, is it possible to do a phone conversation to arrive at the the necessary uh, particulates to to engage oneself in or? How can we? How can the? How can I make that happen? Um, usually, this is what I do. I do the phone conversation, but uh, I, I do, the the prescription that I write is not the final one. It's tentative. Most of my prescriptions, if not all, I write them between two a.m. and before sunrise. So that is when I write my prescriptions. So I don't write my prescriptions during the day. That's understandable. That's the, most, that's the most. That's the most auspicious time to work between two and five in the morning. That's correct. Okay. Well, I would like to call. I suppose I'll call call your office and make an appointment, perhaps. Oh, that okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, it's been a. In the famous words of, uh, I think his name was Brown. Motivating speaker. That name was Brown. Well, he would say it's been a plum pleasing pleasure. <laughs> thank you, big brother. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. I'll be looking forward to speaking with you. This is a dream come true. <laughs> Peace. Yes, 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 yes. It's awesome, baby. Woo. We got it going on tonight, Dr. Nardi. I got a couple more hands up. Call it from the 215. This looks like Philadelphia. Call it from the 215. Can you please turn your speakers down? You have to turn your computer speakers off or turn them down so I can open your microphone. You won't have as much feedback. So call it from the 215-868. Uh, your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from? 
please. This is ISIS. <laughs> uh, it's awesome, baby. <laughs> it's awesome, baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How you doing, Dr. Naughty, Coach K, Dr. Abbott? Uh, I think we are doing I, fine. You are fine. I'm glad that you're also doing fine. I'm happy. Yes, I am very happy, too. And Coach K, you did not say you ratchet. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I have a few things to say. I'm very... um. Uh, excited as always. I'm, I'm actually in Philadelphia. I've been here since uh, Saturday at my mother's house, and my mother has been listening to you, Dr. Naughty, for the last three days, um, and she wants to speak to you. Oh, so oh I'm that's good. Turn her over here. Yes, great. Hello. Hello, ma'am. How are you? Hello. Hello. Hello? Yes, ma'am. How are you? Hello? Yes, I can hear you. I don't know what... I. Oh, you can. Thank you. I'm enjoying... What happened? What happened? Hello? Hello? The phone is dead. What what happened? Why is it dead? Dr. Naughty, we're back. <clears throat> there was a there was a technical difficulty, a little small glitch in the program. Uh Dr. Abbott fell off. Uh I fell off. Um but and yeah, I think sister, sister Isis she fell off as well, but I I did uh, go back and gain control. We're back in the building. So um, I want to um, hopefully she'll call, hopefully she'll call back in and we will be able to, um, <clears throat> we'll be able to continue in with the dialogue uh, with her and she'll, she'll be able to uh, give us a call back. Um, what was I getting ready to say? Oh, I do have a call. Caller. Okay, take care of that. Next caller is from the nine five four five three eight. Your microphone is wide open. Please turn your speakers down. Can okay, we get your name? Can you call them, please? I'm calling from um, South Florida. My name is Howard. Hello, hey, Howard. Howard. Yes, sir. Show. Hey, good night, good night, good night, gentlemen. I um, I called in last week, but um, I uh, got cut off because the program was ended. But. Um, <laughs> I got two questions to ask, um, Dr. Nardi, tonight. Yes, sir. Yes, Dr. Nardi, <laughs> I am waiting on my particulates. You know, I, I am like a little yes, guy waiting, yes. waiting, on my, waiting on my Santa Claus gift. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, there is um, two questions I'd like to ask. So one, but, question but, number but, one. But Howard, yes. Howard, before, before you receive your particulates, have you started... It is scientifically. 
Of course. Remember when I talked to you and I told you I got my mustard greens, my turnip greens? Oh, good. Okay, good. Yeah, good, 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 good. Good, good. Yeah, good. I, I, yeah. Uh, t- today, I, t- today I cook I cook my navy beans. Okay. And, and I cook it with some nice turmeric and some natural spices. That's right. Nat- oh, my God. That that I call it curry navy beans. My wife loves it. You see? <laughs> it's the bomb. <laughs> This is this is brain food. This is brain food. Simple, very simple brain food. I need it. She loves it. <laughs> Man, thank God, thank God for um for you. Thank God for Coach Kair, because he's doing an excellent job in bringing you to the masses. You know, he's doing a great job. Coach Kair, you're God blessed, man. You're God blessed, and you know, God bless both of you. But um, my that. main, yeah, my main question is this: is um, one mm-hmm. last week you were you were going to give me uh, tell me of some herbs that are good herbs, but the program cut off. So at least <laughs> I like to know what are you know some of the good herbs. And two, then the second question is, um, why does a bison eat vegetables? I mean, green grass and green plant vegeta- vegetation. And able to get M iron. I mean, does it get the M iron from the plant that it eats? Does it want to produce it? And why does the human beings who are, who are vegetarian cannot produce M iron even though they eat vegetable just um, vegetarian just just like the cow? I mean, the, Good. the bison. Good. You see, <laughs> bison produces all the six enzymes that I I I, I talked about. Bison produces these six enzymes. So as bison is feeding, as bison is grazing, what is it doing to space? You have to be very careful. Bison does not just graze everywhere. Mm-hmm. There are certain plants that it feeds on. Mm-hmm. If it do not feed, if it, if if uh, if this animal, if this uh, domesticated animal does not find its plants, you say that it will begin to grow some tumors mm-hmm. or it will die. So there are certain areas, these Native Americans know their areas and they, 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 they demarcated the area where they will feed their bison. Okay. So you that, have to be very right. careful. This, okay, that, you see, just like uh, just like uh, uh, just like moose, moose finds most of its nourishing nutrients on the riverbed, in the swamp. Mm-hmm. That's why moose dig um, goes down into the marsh marshland, and then uproots and then starts and then uh, chewing on the, on these plants. Mm. They they are very very selective. You think that only we use science? They also know the foods that the the, the plants that they, they that that they feed on most often, and the plants that they leave alone. That makes sense. I understand. Now, as they produce these six enzymes, they convert. They convert the plant enzymes into 
the kind of iron that we need. This is this is their talent. This is what they do best. The amount of hemp iron is lower in poultry. Why? Because poultry don't feed on grass. That's true. They feed on corn. They feed on devil's food. <laughs> and M&M's. <laughs> and ground up dead meat. <laughs> so, so now, do you, do you see the difference between poultry, fish, bison, Lamb and all that, that that's the difference. Right. But because you see, the, the, book, the book is very limited because I always like to write not more than 130 pages. You see, the, the, the gentleman who just called from Ohio, he said he could not put the book down. He just kept, kept reading. And then at the end of one chapter, I'm introducing the next chapter. and all. So the reading keeps flowing and flowing, and you don't feel like putting the book down. Uh-huh. That is how I write. And I write very succinctly, not too much, so that the rest of the information, we will discuss it during the symposium or during the seminar or at a radio talk show like this. Good, good, good. Yeah, because I was just wondering, I mean, why can't human beings eat the same plants that the, the bison eat and stuff and get the same iron? So I said, okay, let me question you on this. To so, so, to so today... There you go. So today, today you got the answer, right? Okay, that's good. That's good. So therefore, the so therefore, the, so since the bison eats selective plants, apparently we cannot eat those plants. So we have to literally get that M iron from them because they mm-hmm. produce the six enzymes. That's so, correct. And, so and and, so, and, 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 you, and and you have to be very careful. You have to be very careful that the. If you want to be very curious and you decide to go and, and select the plants that bison is grazing on, you you will be sick because you don't have you don't have the converters in your in, in, in your in your liver like the bison liver has. Right, right. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. That just makes a lot of sense. Um, but M iron is very, very important to the human body. It's very, very important. There, there, there are, there are, there are two, there are two kinds of, uh, there are two kinds. There are certain ions. There are, there are certain enzymes that you can only produce with hem iron. If you don't produce hem iron, you can never produce these enzymes. And why does the body um, doesn't produce the human body doesn't produce six enzymes? Is there a reason for that? No, 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 no. You see, we are higher animals, and there are certain things. You see, we complement each other. Mm-hmm. We complement each other. Look at you. You know, I, I, either you are taller than your wife, or your wife is taller than you. Mm-hmm. Either you are faster than somebody and, or you are slower than somebody. So the slow and the fast be to, together on this planet. So what you can do, what you can do, plants cannot do. What plants can do, you cannot do. 
What animals can do, you cannot do, and what you can do, some animals cannot do. <laughs> this is why we need each other. That's true. That's nature. We all. You're right. Nature. We, we all. That's why we need that. each other. You see. That, that, that's it. I cannot change mm-hmm. it. I cannot change it. As a scientist, I observe. After observing, I learn my lessons. After learning the lessons, then I draw conclusions, and then I, I, I establish a law. That's, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, comprehend it. That makes a lot of sense. I understand fully now. Now, yeah, last week when you were naming me some herbs, <laughs> the crew can be cut off, so I said, let me. <laughs> yes, I, 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 re- I, re- I, really, I really don't know um, why, why this didn't happen. But, no, no, um, I think the program ended because our coach Claire was, was, was calling before the program ran out, the time ran out. And I guess well, that's what happened. Pardon me, pardon me but we're, we're running up against that time again. So we, we probably need to speed this up because we're on a two-hour um, program today. So oh, I I think, I, but, but Dr. Abbott is correct. If you do want to get the uh, the little bit of the after party we're going to do tonight, <clears throat> um, I have done some little um, blog talk radio magic in the background. Like I thought, I can't tell you everything, but I have done some things tonight in the background that's going to make sure that don't go down again tonight. I, I, I'm oh, good, good. Totally different tonight, but Dr. Abbott is totally right. If you do not call in, you will miss an answer to this question about the herbs. And we only have three more shows this year, so we're, we're going to be taking a break. The last week of December and the entire month of January. So I, I think it's very, very important that Dr. Nardi answer this question for the brothers. It's a very good question. So please call in, 347-205-9089, and we'll probably be on maybe like another 15 minutes. But if you are in the chat room, you will not be able to hear the answer to this question because not only did your brother wait a whole week, but it was a whole lot of people that was blowing up my phone saying, what in the world just happened? So we're not going to blame the uh, blog talk demons. We're just going to know that we've rectified the problem we got some uh, amulets and some talismans out here to handle that and fight them off tonight. And I'm getting ready to go do a ritual right now to make sure we stay on a few more minutes tonight. So, Dr. Nardi, please. Okay. Uh, now, in order to know the plants that are very helpful and very useful, you have to study homeopathy. Mm-hmm. And this was how... Dr. Samuel Christian Friedrich Hahnemann, the founder of homeopathy, got to know the essential plants and he used them to produce homeopathic particulates. Right. One of them is belladonna. Belladonna. Whoa. Belladonna. These plants. I don't know whether the Creator put it on earth to help mankind, but it is great. It is anti-spasmodic. If you have spasms, if it's difficult for you to breathe, if it's difficult for you to swallow, if you have vertigo, dizziness, 
take belladonna. Now, this is the wow. plant itself. And what did Dr. Hahnemann do? He transformed this plant into subatomic particles. And then this, this expanded the therapeutic range of belladonna. And instead of only treating and preventing seven diseases like herbalists knew, it now does what? Treats, cures, and prevents 355 diseases. Wow. This is Belladonna. The other one is aconitum. The other one is aconitum. This is another dynamite. Many herbalists, you know, they, they had clans. They had clans and clans on clans. This, you know, with, 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 my, with my father's side, I don't, talk about, I don't talk about my mother's side so much because, because, uh, I did not have access to 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 my my cousins and my 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 uncles who who were herbalists over on that side, but on my father's side, I had more access to them, and everything is hush hush. They know about this plant, but they will not tell you, or if you don't speak the same language, they will not tell you and then those who became older they died and they were buried with a secret. Wow. And I said, this is not the kind of life I don't want. I want to lead. So if you want to know about certain plants, the very good ones, the ones that present that will help you to heal, not only the spices, but the plants for healing, plants for health. Well, you start with aconitum. You start with belladonna. You go to oh, anica. You go to uh, aconitum. These are very, very important plants. These are the top three. This was how Dr. Samuel Hahnemann started practicing homeopathy. But in, in this situation, he started with chinchona from, from, from uh, chinchona. That was the bark of, of a tree in uh, South America. You see? So if you want to know the plants that are good for healing, the plants that, are, that will help us here on this planet to continue to live in a disease-free body, then it will be of, your, of great interest to know about belladonna, aconitum, anica, and then chinchona. If you have tumors or you want to prevent tumors, then you go to the plant that has the chemical that converts radium into a healing therapeutic material. That, oh. that plant is called Tuya, Tuya occidentalis. It removes warts just like that. Look at a plant that succeeded in harnessing radium that causes cancer and converted it into a healing material. Wow. So this was what, these were a few things that I wanted to share with you 
uh, when the, uh, the power went out last uh, last week. Well, these are the first time I heard the name of these herbs. These are the first <laughs> time I heard the names of these specific herbs. Wow. <laughs> Dr. Nardi, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Because I'm going to flip the line for other callers, but I okay. really appreciate it. And I will still be calling to other programs, you know, because I'm a, I'm a very critical person. I have a critical mind. That's the way it that makes me. So, don't, don't, so prepare for my questions whenever I ask you, okay? But okay. You're okay. <laughs> okay, have a good night. All right, thank you. Good night. All right, bye. It's awesome, baby! Yes, yes, yes. See, I'm so glad that the brother came in, um, even with the question from last week, and he came in and called back because a lot of people, I get this all the time, Dr. Nardi and Dr. Abbott. When I, when I introduce symptometry to people, they say, oh, you don't know about the herbs. I say, man, please. <laughs> We just don't. We just don't have a. We just haven't had a herb show. You know. I mean, I don't want to. I mean, if, if the, the subject ain't never came up. We using particulars, Dr. Nardi. Let's go ahead and clear this up. I, we, we may have touched on it last week, and Dr. Abbott gave a brilliant dissertation today on a consultation I was privy to about the difference between the particulars which are subatomic particles, and the herbs, which are too big to get into the cells. Which one of y'all want to um, go over that real quick, please? Well, you let the person that taught me do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not to go ahead on and explain that one. Of course, you know. No, you, Unless you see, I'm graded um, on it or something. No, that's fine. Um, the herb. Every herb is a molecule, and a molecule. The size. Look, look, look at, look at, look at the size of a cell. Look at, examine a cell under a microscope. You only, you can only have subatomic particles to get into these cells. You cannot have a molecule to get into the cell. And even water, water is a molecule. How does water get into the cell? How does amino acid get into the cell? It needs a TCM, a protein carrier molecule, to modify the structure of water before it can get into the cell. Look at all these people who drink water. Six cups a day, six glasses a day, and they still they have dry feet, dry lips, dry hands, dry skin, dry hair, dry scalp, because they are not producing protein carrier molecules in addition to the calculi or the concretions that are blocking osmosis. So, as far as the cells are concerned, you need sub 
atomic particles. And only one man in Earth's history, in the entire history of the planet Earth, over billions of years and millions of years of human existence, there was one man called Dr. Samuel Hahnemann. He was the one who was able to transform a molecule into subatomic particles. Democritus defined an atom as an indivisible particle. Indivisible. Dr. Samuel Hahnemann said no, and he did he invented succussion to show that atoms too can be divided. And today, in Fermilab in Illinois, you have atom smashes that prove that yes, atoms can divide. And today we have subatomic particles that we use to treat diseases and to cure diseases simply because they can penetrate the cell and make changes in our DNA and RNA. Root cause therapeutics explained. Rewind it. Rewind selector. That is root cause therapeutics. That is what differentiates us from the medical profession. It is, this is what differentiates us from medical opinions. We all, people constantly used to call us in, call in and say, Dr. Nardi, what is your opinion? I have no opinion. <laughs> no opinion, Dr. Nardi? No. It's either I know it or I don't know it. That's it. That takes a high level of um high level of humility and I'm I wanna say I'm really glad I'm on that team. Uh I got another caller on the line, caller from the two six seven. Two six seven two five five. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Oh, I'm calling from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. My name is Carmen Tall Oak. I'm the shaman of the Yamasi Native American government. I spoke to Doctor Nog about two weeks ago on his way to Chicago, if you remember. And I'd like to say good evening to Dr. Nolly, Dr. Abbott, and yourself, uh, Kai. Oh, good, good, good evening, good evening, sir. Hotep in peace. Uh, I'm calling about a particulate or asthmatic to get rid of the ascariot larvae in the lungs. Yeah, because uh, the, way, the way you sound, it looks like you need a ton of these particulates. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you remember, Doc, I talked to you was on your way to Chicago driving, remember? Oh, oh were you the one? You were, yes, I'm the one. <laughs> oh, I see. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you have, what's a particular to get rid of the larvae? The particular to get rid of the larvae, uh, we have we we have it. We have the particulars. We have them. So, uh -huh. what, what, so, so yes, we we have them. Yes. 
Okay. Like, uh, like what, what, what in the world did you do to have larvae in your lungs? It's not me. It's my granddaughter. Oh, okay, okay, all right, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So uh, do that first in the morning, okay? What, me? The first thing in the morning. I can't hear you too good because what's going on with the, the radio, I can't get you, receive you here in Philadelphia. You get cut off all of a sudden. No, okay, okay so just what call first thing in the morning. Okay, no, no, and with that, yeah, no, okay. Listen, is, that, is, that the same number, is that the same number I called you when you were in your automobile? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay well, I have that. And I will call you the first thing in the morning, okay, doctor? Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And hold tap and peace to all of you. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. It's awesome, baby. And I think we do have Sister Isis back on the line as well. Uh, Sister Isis, your line is open. Hello, caller from the 215-868. Hello? Hello? Yes. Yes, I was trying to ask you a question before. I'm Isis' mother, and she's judging me. Oh, good. (laughs) And I have some problems. I have swelling in my legs. Okay. And as I started to say before, the doctor told me to take water pills. But then they they begin to turn with dark spots. And each time I get a bruise, it gets darker and moves on. Mm-hmm. And you, what is any what is idea? I asked the doctor, and he said, don't worry about it. No, no, no. You have, you, have to worry, you have to worry about it. You have too much gout. You have to worry about it. You have too much gout. That's why when you bruise a little bit, it turns... It, 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 your complexion turns into dark. Uh, from yes. It may turn to dark blue and then eventually dark because of too much gout. Yes. So yes. you have to you have to ionize. You have to remove the gout, and then the swelling. The swelling also is due to gout, and then two, yes. you are not producing enough um, prostaglandin. Uh, prostaglandin is what distributes water in the human body. You are not producing enough. Now, what kind of fruits do you eat? Um. Apples, not that much. Ah, 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 and uh, yes. well, since she's been here, I'm, I'm eating the, the things that I really like, which, like she said, I'm not supposed to have them. So that's part of my problem, gout. No, yes, gout. Gout, gout is your very serious. It's a, it's a very serious problem. Very serious problem. And uh, you have to because if gout gets into your kidneys, uh, your okay. kidneys will not be able to filter blood properly. And and then this will make excess water again to accumulate uh-huh. in your tissues. Oh yes. You so very it. soon, very soon, very soon, your wrist and your hand will be will be swollen, and your 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 elbow will be swollen, and that is not good. All this is because of gout. Oh uh, oh oh oh! All right. Here's my. All right, Doctor Narsi. Yes, ma'am. 
Yeah, she's already there. She's having a very bad problem with the kidneys. Oh, dear. Ah, you see, you see what I was saying? Okay. Yes. Uh, because because uh, it's one thing that leads to another. One thing leads to another. Uh, that's why I said if the kidney gets involved because of the gout in the uh, gout in the ankles, and when okay. she bruises and then the skin turns dark, uh, that's yes. too much gout. Too much gout. Okay. Well, uh, we will be giving you a call so she can get herself together because she has sores now from, you know, where she's hitting her ankle. There you go. All this gout. Yeah, yeah. Gout gout is preventing tissue healing. So that's not good. I mean, she's been overwhelmed by gout. That's not good. Yes. Okay. Uh, Well, I'll be calling you tomorrow. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you, ma'am. Okay. Thank you. you. Good night. Once again, some once again, some is in real form. Thank you, Isis, and thank you, Mother of Isis. Thank you for calling in. All right. Um, tonight I am <clears throat> have definitely thoroughly enjoyed myself from the callers who have uh, called in. Um, I want to definitely give a big shout-out to um, Dr. No- Dr. Abbott for helping me start the show off so strong and coming in with some very valuable information. Go ahead, Dr. Nardi, you going to say something? Oh, no. I, I, I wanted to say that uh, Dr. Abbott is now in the big league, so... Um, he, he's doing very well, and then uh, uh, he, he he cannot look back. All he has to do is just keep pressing forward. Now he has no choice than to step on the accelerator. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, also, Dr. Abbott's office is open now in the Guilford County area. So if you are in Charlotte, North Carolina, Raleigh, North Carolina, Durham, North Carolina, Danville, Virginia, Roanoke, Virginia, Norfolk, Virginia, uh, uh, Columbia, South Carolina, Fayetteville, North Carolina, Wilmington, North Carolina, all roads lead to Dr. Abbott's office. Do not hesitate. Participate. Get there as soon as possible. Dr. Nardi, I mean, Dr. Abbott, will you please give out your uh, local address now, and congratulations on having you know um, another. Lo- uh, we have another live and direct location open in North Carolina. Can you please give out your office hours and your physical address as well as your contact phone number so we can start flooding your phone with uh, calls as well? Okay, well we we definitely appreciate that, Coach Kaya, and I can be reached at three three six. Four five six nine one eight three. That is the contact num- number, and we're at fifty nine twenty eight West Friendly Avenue, and that's in Greensboro. Two seven one zero. I mean two seven one zero two seven four zero one, and um, that is that's where we are in, in Greensboro. Okay. And uh, and uh, Coach Kair, there's one thing that he did not tell you. Uh oh, I apologize. What I leave out tonight? 
No, no, there's one thing that he he did not tell you. He had his he had his first consultation from Great Britain today. Whoa. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so we're international over here in Greensboro, coach. It's awesome, baby. Wow, Dr. Nardi. <laughs> We're going to have to get his passport. His passport going to have to start getting stamped real heavy soon. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I um, And we did have one more question in the chat room. Well, we really had two questions. The first one was concerning the bison. And the sister came in. I don't know if she called in to listen, but I wanted to answer her question. She may listen to it on the download. She said that, um, she said, why is the bison, regardless of how you cook it, so rich to the system? When I cook bison as a stew, it is very tasty, but within minutes I'm in the bathroom. I've even tried bison jerky, which is also good. And then she says, I think it, now this is the opinion, she says, I think it is when the body is acidic, viruses and bacteria can thrive in these conditions. But please have the doctor look at the question in the chat room. So Dr. Nardi, oh, no, no. That, that is that is that's very interesting. Um, here is a person who is who has an enzyme deficit who is bison. So she has to correct her enzyme situation, and then she will she will, she will not have any problem after eating bison. Correct the enzyme deficit, and then yes. she, uh, um, I'm, I, I would be safe to assume that she hasn't. She, this is maybe one of she's a newer listener to the show, and she wanted to ask, why are the times two a.m. to five a.m. important for the doctor to write prescriptions? Oh man, so should I be leaving out my secret to like that? Well, he may, yes, she may you know. be one of the Americans too. If he wants to know about the about the spirituality con, uh, exactly, exactly. You see, I, 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 you know, there are some people who do not feel very comfortable with spirituality. That's why I didn't want to pump it into their ear. But uh, if if she has this question, I will, I will, I will. I'm, I'm very, very delighted to answer the question um, because. When I'm when I'm doing a consultation, I always write a draft, and it is the inner guidance that that has the final say on what I write as a prescription. So this is why I go to bed. The night gives me counsel, and then when I'm up, I'm directed as to what I should prescribe. So if I if I write a prescription and something does not go right, I know immediately that the person is not eating the right food or the food combination is off. So it's always good. One thing you have to understand is symptometry belongs to the spiritual forces. And I am just chosen to lead the march. That's it. I was battle tested. I was roasted cooked, boiled, and prepared for this mission. So <laughs> I, am, I just listen, and I, I'm in full compliance 
all the time. And I was asked to to be up by 2 a.m. And this started in 1990. This did not start about uh, a few years ago. No, this started in 1990. And until today, this has been my schedule. When I am up and I'm writing a prescription, and sometimes Dr. Abbott calls at about 3.30 a.m. or 4 a.m. or some other others, others call internationally, sometimes I don't answer the phone because I have to continue uninterruptedly with what I am doing. So all this, I am being obedient to the superior forces. That's it. So, I, I, so coach, as as you go as as you move into the centometry realm, you know, three o'clock in the morning is like normal. <laughs> okay, let's just get on up now. Eyes <laughs> eyes wide awake. Like okay, don't 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 even don't even try to you know to resist it because actually I I, I really feel that that is a calling from the spiritual forces because for, some people they complain oh I'm not sleeping you know this time of night I'm not sleeping but this is. May, this is probably their time to find out what the forces have to share with them. Why are you and Dr. Naughty telling all my business on the radio? Doctor <laughs> 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 Naughty, you said that you would not put people's business out there in the red, in the in the media business like that. Why are you and Dr. Abbott telling all my business? Up on Saturday night. <laughs> Yeah. One thing I've one thing I've observed with Coach Carrier is uh, he's itching, he's inching deeper and deeper into he's already his already spirituality and he's getting he's passing certain edges and then he's getting deeper and deeper. So and then if that's the case, then why not why not take the plunge? That's, it's as simple as that. Oh, my chest is coming up. <clears throat> I'm gonna be a symptometry student. I'll be I'll be. I'll be finishing up my test before December the 31st. You can believe that. And, Dr. Nard, I want to ask you another question. This is the last question for the night. With what you've seen in 2012, nobody's asked you this question. I don't know why nobody's asked you this question. With what you've seen in the expansion of symptometry over the last 11 and a half months, what are your visions or predictions for 2013? What has been revealed to you, and what do you know is coming down the pipe? What what has already been revealed is explosion. That's that's what has already been revealed to me. So now, honestly, I am bracing myself for um, a tidal wave. Um, it's coming. Uh, there's, there, there is no stopping it. There's no stopping it. So, 2013 will be will really be tough. Will be all of us will be tested to the limit. Me, Doctor Abbott, Doctor Wanet will all be tested to the uppermost limit. 
So I've already been warned. So once I've been warned, so I've already taken the necessary steps, you know. And um, um, as far as hiring staff, as far as uh, training staff and all that, uh, I, I've told, I've been told to make adjustments. So I know 2013, starting starting January 1st, 2013, I know uh, things are going to be very rough. You have to brace for expansion. So that is what I know, and I've already been warned. What can you what What can you say about the um, people who um, who are going to be seek, seeking? Now, is this tidal wave a result of the expanded awareness in spirituality? Is it going to be because there are going to be more health challenges coming to the surface, or is it just something that is um, in the way of the divine plan? It's, that is in the way of the divine plan because um, we had we had a lady whose baby, um, the physicians, wanted to put a, a stunt in in her brain because she was she was having water on her brain, hydrocephalus. And this woman refused and she and she uh, and she asked for my assistance. And this the seizures stopped. The baby is now gaining weight and uh, the baby is very healthy. And she she ran away from that part of the South and came to the Midwest. I'm not going to mention the name of the of the state. And child services followed her and they reported her to a new state, child services. And she was being accused of child abandonment, child neglect. So they threatened to take her baby away from her. And she told me this was what was going to happen, and they had a meeting uh, on Monday, which was yesterday morning at 11 o'clock. So, Dr. Nati, uh, you, you have been treating my baby, and since you've been treating my baby, this is the situation. The hydrocephalus is not, it's not, it's getting better. Now, my daughter has never had a seizure since you started treating him, since you started treating her. My daughter has never had meningitis. So I fired a letter to an email to this lady. And yesterday morning at 11 o'clock, this woman made photocopies of the, of the letter, with the letter had a symptomatic and everything. And she distributed the letter and the treatment package that she has been using to treat the baby to the physicians who were sitting there and uh, uh, the, the administrators of uh, the child services and all that. And they saw the baby. She saw, they saw how healthy the baby was and how the head was shrinking. Then they said, but they never knew that there was something like this. They never knew that there was something like this. And then they read the letter. Say, what? 
they were shocked. So now, symptomatic is, is, wide, is wide open. People are going to know more about symptomatic. People are, get, are going to know more that and more about symptomatic not being the alternative, but the right way to address the needs of our cells and tissues. And that's why I said we have to brace ourselves for a tidal wave. So we need you. You are coming to study symptometry. Don't delay. Come on in. Come on in and come on down. Because we need as many hands as possible. And if this continues, well, the working hours of symptometry at headquarters will be reduced so that I'll have more time to train all of you. So this is what I meant by tidal wave. People are calling and calling and calling, and they want help. They want help. And now they have found this help. People who know what cancer is, people who know what muscular dystrophy is, people who know what multiple sclerosis is, yes, these are the people they have been looking for. So as, that's why this is what I mean by brace yourselves. Mm-hmm. Well, you heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. This has been an awesome show tonight. Please go over and visit symptometrybooks.com for your <clears throat> package for your stocking stuffers. Take care of people in your life, people that you love. Don't argue with them. Buy them a book. Buy a book for them and let them read. Don't 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 go into the up and downs and and going back and forth. <clears throat> Appeal to people's intelligence. Come on over to Symptometry Books. Grab you a founders package. Grab you a health champions package. Get one for yourself. Get one for a loved one. Don't make Santa Claus do all the work. You can do some of the work too. Caring is sharing. So I really want to encourage everyone to come on over. Um, We may have to do a show about uh, New Year's resolutions and and what kind of symptometry goals I'd like people to call in and let me know what are some of your goals as as far as symptometry goes in your life and moving forward. I'd be very, very um, curious to hear what some of the uh, people have to say about that moving forward in 2013. Um, also, I'd like to announce to the Atlanta family that uh, I decided kind of yesterday, but today I kind of verified it. I will be having a sunrise Tai Chi service at Stone Mountain in Atlanta this year on December 21st, 2012. I remember when Martin Luther King said, um, when he mentioned Stone Mountain in his I Have a Dream speech, and we're all looking at that day as a point of reference for ascension, why not greet the sun on top of Stone Mountain with some good morning Tai Chi and some nurturing energy? So please come over to relaxationisthekey.com and join the mailing list. And in the comments section, please just put Stone Mountain and I will add you to the mailing list for upcoming information concerning morning Tai Chi class 
And we'll be doing at Stone Mountain. I think it's, I think sunrise is going to be about 7 a.m. So we're all going to be meeting there about 6.20. This is about a 20-minute climb to the plateau where we're going to be doing the Tai Chi at. So please uh, get in contact if you'd like to become a part of this uh, monumental uh, service and event and rise up and look out over and greet the sun as it rises on Stone Mountain on December the 21st, 2012. And, Dr. Nardi, this this particular assignment just came to me today, like, about 6 o'clock, around 6.12. I, uh, I was having a, a snack with a person, and they were a photographer, and they said they had wanted to take me to Stone Mountain. And I was like, why can't we do Tai Chi there? Because she said she was complaining about, she said, I want some, she had sickle cell anemia, and she said, I want somebody to give me my energy back and make me into a racehorse. She said, I want mm-hmm. to be a stallion again. And I said, well, I'm having a class. And then something just said, well, she told you about Stone Mountain, you know, when you go to these altitudes and you can see the sun coming and get that, get those direct X-factor rays. And I was, it was just like, why don't you just do that? And whoever comes can come. So there won't be any charge. It's going to be um, uh, me sharing some of the techniques that I've learned over the last 12 years practicing um, some of these healing arts. Mm-hmm. And um, I look forward to Anyone who wants to make the journey to Atlanta or if you're in the surrounding areas or if you just want to make a day trip of it, if you want to come down on the 20th and spend the night and meet us at Stone Mountain, if I've never met you before, if you end up at Stone Mountain on the 21st, I'll be there around 6.10, and then we're going to hike up the mountain. It's about a 20-minute climb, and uh, then there's a nature trail, and then we're going to start right there at sunrise with the Tai Chi ceremony to move into the new millennium. So um, I think that's going to be fabulous. Bring your amulets, bring your crystals, uh, bring your sage, bring your incense, bring your alkaline water. If you want to bring some uh, scientific foods for us to have a little break together after class, we're just going to be up there about an hour, hour and a half, and we'll be done about eight thirty, nine o'clock. And then if we just want to sit down and just talk about some of our ideals and dreams for um, for a new future here on planet Earth and a new Earth, you know, all thoughts will be welcome. This will be open for people from all walks of life, white, black, red, blue, green, um, extraterrestrials. They're going to be there, too. <laughs> Whoever wants to show up, you know, symptometrists, vegetarians, meat eaters, everybody. You know, it's going to be a peaceful time, but we want to come up and nurture and greet the sun on this new day with some love in our hearts and and um, and really go into some fabulous, marvelous things. And if you stay tuned to my Facebook page, Kaya Love, or the Symptometry page, <clears throat> I will be making some announcements um, on both of those areas. So please uh, stay tuned in to Zoom in. Um, Dr. Nardi, if you don't have any, uh, do you have any other announcements? Oh, no, no. I, I made an announcement earlier, so everything is fine so far. And it's also good that uh, you, you, go, you go with the flow, you know, don't resist, don't resist the the, the 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 calling you know so it is good uh, when 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 you had a when you had a call or you just you I mean you never brooded over it you never thought you never thought about it and it just came to you that you have to go to Stone Mountain that is how it is done in the spirit world you know you just just go with the flow that's it so that's good well that's what's gonna happen and I and, and I see right before this you know this always happens uh, when we getting ready to get off the show, somebody has raised their hand. So 
Let me uh, let me take this last caller. Caller from the eight zero four. Please turn your speakers down. Your microphone is wide open and um, it's on the air. Hello. Hello, caller from the eight zero four. Hello. Okay, they may have hit. They, they may have hit the button by accident. So I guess we finished for tonight. Uh, Dr. Abbott, Mr. Make It Happen, told me to tell you congratulations in the chat room on opening Thank your you. new symptometry office in on Friendly in Friendly Avenue. Um, yes, sir. Much success to you. I receive. That's <laughs> right. More success to you. More power to you. Yes, sir. Thank you. And prosperity, power and prosperity, power and prosperity. That's good. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna take us out with, um, you know, we're gonna take us out with some nice soothing music tonight. And please join us um, Thursday night. Um, my Illuminati morning show tomorrow night will be at ten o'clock due to my Tai Chi schedule. So the class will be um, tomorrow's show will be at ten, and Thursday night we will also be at. Uh, 8 o'clock with the Tower of Tantra. Oh, I really appreciate I really appreciate everyone for uh, calling in and we will see you tomorrow. And we'll definitely see y'all next week. Thanks a lot. Peace. Peace. Peace, love, light, and balance. This is Queen Amina of Magic Entertainment. Allow me to be your source for voiceovers. Although I am a professional recording artist and lecturer, I often lend my voice and talents to companies, corporations, and individuals to produce and perform services ranging from commercial voiceovers, jingles, outgoing voicemail messages, PSAs, and video games like the ones I've done for Sony PlayStation. Please feel free to email me at qrain at aol.com. Are you looking for quality service in a timely fashion with affordability? Well, I'm just one click away. Please email qrain at aol.com. That's q-r-e-i-g-n at aol.com. And let the magic of my voice work for you. One love, one love.
Symptometry is looking for dedicated students who want to learn how to eat scientifically and live a disease-free life. American School of Symptometry is the teaching and training arm of symptometry. We offer three types of scholarships to help you with the cost of educating yourself and learning how to cure disease at the cellular level. That's right, cure disease. Our mission statement is curing is proving. Check us out at symptometry.com. That's S-Y-M-P-T-O-M-E-T-R-Y.com. You'll be glad you did. Or call us at 708-252-3621 for more information. That's 708-252-3621. 
American School of Symptometry. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.